Hi everyone, it's Kareem, the voice of Simon Fairchild and the Eternal Tavern Keeper. Today, I'm here to tell you about Divisor, a podcast on the RQ Network. Divisor is a dark science fiction audio drama with elements of horror from Harlan Guthrie, the mastermind behind the unsettling and addictive series Malevolent. In this immersive tale, we follow Sun, a young man who awakens aboard a spaceship bound for Earth on a mission to recolonize a desolate planet. However, Sun's journey takes a sinister turn, and he discovers unsettling truths about his world and himself. The entire series is available for you to listen to now. Search for Divisor wherever you listen to podcasts. That's D-E-V-I-S-E-R. Or visit www.divisor.ca or www.rustyquill.com for more information. Rusty Quill Presents Chapter and Multiverse Again, are you? Excellent. I need someone to talk to about the developments in our superhero story. And you are the best listener of my regular customers. First off, our superheroes, of course, have now had their identities revealed by UTBC in retaliation against Joseph's video. But they must put such personal matters aside as they go to question Poltergeist, who is being held in a containment cell. A touch. Hello, and welcome to Chapter and Multiverse, the actual play podcast where we explore the same city across multiple parallel universes. I am your game master, Maddie Searle. My pronouns are she, her. And today we are playing our campaign of Masks, A New Generation, which is designed by Brendan Conway and allows players to take on the role of young superheroes. But before we go any further, I must introduce our wonderful and talented players. Could you please let me know your name and pronouns and your character's name and pronouns, starting with Ahmed. Hi, I'm Ahmed Al-Jabri, and as always, I'm stoked to be here. I'm playing Adib bin Yislam, a.k.a. The Turban, who apparently now everybody knows, or maybe some people know. Anyway, Adib's pronouns are he and him. Nice, and Lori. Hello, I'm Lori Ann Davis, and I am playing Blade with Morgan, a.k.a. Siphon, both she, her, and Lydia. Hi, I'm Lydia, my pronouns are they, she, and I'm playing Minnie Smithson, whose pronouns she, her, and I totally didn't forget my own name halfway through that. <laughs> and Pip. Hello there, I'm Pip Gladwin. I will be playing Joseph Teller, a former protege to the superhero Aquila. And uh, we're both he, him. Fantastic. So last we left off, uh, Zenith had outed himself as a superhero mm. and brought UTBC's shady dealings to light with a whole bunch of evidence. And after UTBC retaliated in response, blaming you all for the mess that you'd made at UTBC headquarters, some of which was fair, Joseph went back to the Nightjar, the bar where Amal's gig had happened, to tell the rest of the team what had occurred. So you decided to return to Tarj as a group and are about to question Adib's frenemy Poltergeist about his connection to the whole UTBC plot. 
So you are all perched in this glass box suspended in space in this warehouse containment facility. Vera is smoking and looking exhausted outside of the box and Poltergeist is avoiding your gaze. So what would you like to do? I believe the the last thing that Minnie did was express disbelief at the fact that completely untrained, (laughs) inexperienced young people that have never done anything like this before are about to interrogate an apparently quite vulnerable and volatile person. <laughs> yes. I mean, fair. And Vera was like, can't hear you, don't know what you're saying, sorry. <laughs> Bye. Minnie makes a note about humans. <laughs> Morgan is feeling quite businesslike, uh, so we'll turn to Adib and be like, Adib, is there anything you want to ask? I, I walk closer to him and just... How are they treating you? Well, uh, it's not particularly comfortable in here, but um, I, I get why there isn't any furniture or anything. Uh, the food is actually quite good. Oh, yeah. We established that. <laughs> <laughs> I sit down next to him. I'll... Uh, I'll go pick up your brother and I'll talk to my family. We can He can stay with us for a while. Do you have anyone you need us to talk to or tell them or anything? You, you do that after after everything? And of course. Um, there's, there's no one else. It's just me and him. Yeah, I, I should probably go and pick him up after this. He's probably going to get worried. Yeah, I really messed up. I messed up too. I'm sorry about what happened. Like, I, 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 I really lost it. Well, I, I lost it, like, a few months before that, so it just took you a while to catch up, that's all. <laughs> Who would have thought, like, we would end up with superpowers? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, like, started off playing video games, and then mm-hmm. suddenly we were the video game. <laughs> yeah. But I guess uh, you're involved in all this nonsense now. I'm I'm kind of done for. I guess the least I can do is tell you what I know. You know, there are always second chances. I know it's going to be harder than before you make a mistake, but life is just going to keep going, and if you're going to just give up on yourself, nothing is going to ever change. Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, for the record, um, that, that hospital thing that I was going to do... I I persuaded UTBC to let me do that so that I could kind of stick one to the medical care industry type of thing and get some meds for Felix. And I was like, oh yeah, we'll we'll steal meds and sell them on the black market and it'll be a big scandal and it will generate a lot of news and all that stuff. But it was really, I was doing it for Felix. What did they actually want in the beginning? Like, what was the point of this? It was uh, all about generating news and clicks and talk and notoriety and stuff. Like, Targe has been doing an amazing job for years, and there's just, like, nothing happening anymore. So, it's just tabloid? Just clickbait and that's it? Yeah. Well, there's this... I, I, I've never met him, but apparently, like, the CEO of UTBC, Julian Kenilworth, I think, is, like, all his idea. Minnie leans in. I don't understand 
people's motivations all the time, but even I think that sounds very unlikely. Are you sure that isn't a cover story? Why now? Like, why is this timing? Why is it happening now? Is there something else related to this and this is affecting it? Like, why do they want to push news about these things? And I look at everyone. Is there anything happening in the news nowadays that could, I don't know, affect this? I mean, there is something else that has been... uh, I've been talking to um, this other villain called Wilt. She was saying that she was going to, like, blow everyone else out the water and change everything and... And it's something to do with, like, space and and time. She was really, like, excited about it. And I think... And he kind of does some quick maths in his head. And he's like, I think, like, she was planning to, like, do whatever she was planning to do tomorrow. Do you know where she is? Oh, yeah. Um, She said that she has this lair in uh, the industrial district because she got, like, this massive inheritance or whatever, and UTBC has also been funding her. I still don't understand why a news company trying to push for bad news about superpowers. I don't think it was to tarnish anyone's reputation. I think it was just what is the most exciting, the most controversial, the thing that's going to get people talking the most and generate the most money. I think it's just about money. Yeah, that makes sense. Can I make a... Been reading the files roll on Wilt to see if I know anything about this particular villain. Yes, you may. Okay. Uh, ma, ma, ma. Seven, eight. So, uh, hit, but not a massive hit. Okay. I got one important detail that I've learned from my studies about this person, and then GM will tell me what, if anything, seems different from what I remember. So... Wilt. What do I know about Wilt? I believe that the most salient point that you would know about Wilt is that her powers involve kind of withering people's bodies. So when she touches an arm, it will kind of shrivel. Okay. That sounds sort of similar to... Okay. Okay. <laughs> What's changed? What's Is there something different? She has been very under the radar for a long time. It's unusual for her to be kind of boasting and saying that she's going to change everything. It seems like this is an unusual happening for Wilt. Okay, thank you very much. I guess we should go check out this Wilt person. Wait, do you know about any other attacks or hostages or bad things that are planned in the next... Well, do you have like a shared calendar so that you don't clash or just to organize it that maybe we could get so that some of us and some of the other groups could maybe stop hostages getting taken and do you maybe have a whatsapp group called yeah. like villainous human friends or something yeah. like, that? like uh i'm pretty low level in in the organization i I'm not really privy to a lot of stuff. Um, I think Wilt was just very proud of whatever she was doing. Wait, what is the name of this organization? Villains for Hire? Well, it's just kind of... There's no official name. It's either, like, Clear Vision Trading or, like, Technical Services. Ah, oh. oh, shame. Oh, goodness. And I wanted to intern for them. <sighs> but, yeah, I do know that tomorrow there's going to be an attack by the Hyena Pack on the mayor... Uh, the town hall is going to be under siege. 
Minnie writes that down and slaps it on the <laughs> glass for Vera to read. Like, attack planned. Hopefully she'll pay some attention. Yeah, she turns around at the sudden noise and she just gives the most long sigh. You can't hear it, but you can just see that her she's exhaling so hard. And then instantly, like, turns on a communicator, makes several calls, takes several notes and starts getting things organised. Okay, thank you, that's sorted. If we're um, uh, heading out to try and stop this Wilt person, I'm going to need to get some gear. I don't have my uniform. Oh, well, that's not a problem. I just tap his shoulder, and I shift the clothes that he's wearing into his usual uniform, and with spots for for whatever gear he usually has and puts in. Just kind of look down at myself in this sort of grey and grey and black approximation of the costume I used to wear. I can't do helmets though, it's just, it's not cloth. No, that's, that's okay. Guess they know my face now, so <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> well, you can have mine, I and I hand over my Domino's masks, <laughs> which has I haven't been using properly, apparently. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take it in, in, in both hands and thanks Adib. Yeah. You're um, uh, you're a good friend. We're all friends. And I'll I put on the domino mask, finally completing my transition into just Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but kind of without the actual acrobatic skills. Hey, and... now I get an event. <laughs> I'll get an event. I'll get an event right now, Maddie. I get an event. <laughs> clang clang clang. Um, so, do you exit the exit the cell with Poltergeist, um, or do you stay a bit longer? Do you have any further questions for him? I tell him, listen, they're gonna give you a lawyer. If they're not good, just let me know, and don't talk to anyone without a lawyer. I mean, I you should tell them as much as you can, but make sure a lawyer's there. <laughs> okay. Cool. Like, we watched all the movies together, so we know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, like, um, I have the right to remain silent, all that all that stuff. Yeah. You probably shouldn't have really talked to us. I mean, they're recording all of this, and... True. Yeah, yeah. Um, so sorry about that. Yeah, so keep quiet until a lawyer is present. Except for us. <laughs> okay, I'm confused, but <laughs> grateful. Thanks, guys. I tap on on his knees and get up. Cool. Are you making your way out of the cell? Yes. Nice. Uh, one last thing. I uh, Before I step out, I turn around and tell him, you know, Lynn is going to lose their mind. Oh, man. Uh, I, I do not want to be in the room when that happens. Yeah, you're going to be far away. <laughs> I'm probably going to take the blunt of it. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I continue walking out now. Minnie asks what I am wondering, which is like, Who's Lynn? Uh, Lynn, we're we're like a trio, me, Lynn, and Lucas. Oh, Lynn doesn't know about our powers. They know that uh, Lucas is going rogue and doing crazy stuff, but they didn't know about me. Mm. Maybe Lynn has powers, <laughs> and you didn't know. That would be a fun conversation. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, most of the people we've met recently have had them. So. I mean, you didn't even spot that I was an alien. And apparently that was very obvious to quite a few people. Oh. Looks at Zenith. <laughs> it was 
It was pretty obvious, many. <laughs> you know, maybe everyone's a superhero and they're all hiding it from each other. And if everyone was just honest with one another and straightforward and said what they mean, then everything would be fine. That's a very good point. I look ashamed. <laughs> Morgan has lost all the colour in her face and says, on that note, I think maybe we need to talk. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to do it here, viewed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's um let's get out. I'm gonna grab a couple of things. Um, you know, and I sort of gesture to my like suit that has sort of, you know, a couple of little hooks and pouches for like gear that are empty. They have their whole armory, so I'm gonna get some stuff and I'll I'll, I'll meet you guys outside. Oh, let me come and weave some uh Kevlar on with your clothes. Uh yeah, thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> let's uh and uh, I'll 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 go real quick, real quick scene. Go to the armory. And Adib's sweating as he's trying to focus on the color. <laughs> I, I'm going to do a full, like, original TV series Wonder Woman thing where I'm going to stick my hands out in a T-pose and spin around in a circle <laughs> while Adib is like... <laughs> like <laughs> That's what happens. No one else is watching. We have a great time. We tell no one. <laughs> and I will grab Taj's sort of lower budget approximations of the gear that I had before so the sort of standard like smoke bomb stuff I imagine you're like this isn't even scented you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah little little sort of touchpad computer thing for my little wrist computer um, I say don't take a helmet because I've got my domino mask now and I think the last thing that I'll do it, they have a wide selection of weapons here I'm guessing yeah, yeah. I'll grab a like like off-brand like Western-made Kasari Gama. Uh, <laughs> just be like, the hook on this is too long. This is stupid. Uh, uh, wrap it around myself, like uh, tie the chain off. Um, and then the last thing that I'm going to do is I go to exactly where I know that the bug I placed in this room is. I will pull <gasps> it off the bottom of the uh, shelf. I bring it close to my mouth and I say, you and I need to talk. And then I crush it between two fingers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And I'll meet, uh, we'll head back out and meet the guys outside. Nice. Um, meanwhile, I would like to suggest that Morgan and Minnie spot that the coffee shop where you first met, uh, Tip Top Coffee Shop, is not normally open at this late hour. It is getting into the early hours of the morning, but you see that the light is on and the door is open. And We are uh, absolutely not going in there because that is where Taj holds all their meetings and so they will absolutely have bugged it just as much as they have the inside of their own building yeah that's a really good point should we go to the uh the bus that is extremely obvious (laughs) (laughs) there's the 24-hour dessert shop around the corner i think we should go there oh okay yeah there's a there's a man in a waistcoat just kind of peering out the window, looking very disappointed as you walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so you manage to find a kind of greasy spoon, 24-hour chip shop type place that serves coffee in polystyrene cups, uh, like that cafe that they send the losers on The Apprentice to. And you enter, and soon after, uh, Adib and Joseph join you i order my usual chocolate <laughs> chocolate with whipped cream and everything and then when i get it i get disappointed because it's not as good um, as the other one yeah it's a it's a hot water mixture hot chocolate and the the cream is very much like one of the poorer from a can variety let's not come back here again Minnie, on the other hand is absolutely fascinated by the difference in 
taste of the coffee from a polystyrene cup. It's like, <laughs> this is incredible. Is this what they're talking about when they say that wine should be served in those carafes? Mmm. <laughs> like it's enjoying the aroma of the instant coffee from the polystyrene cup. There's so many different interesting chemicals leaching into it. Can, can I just ask for my uh, visualisation of this scene? Are we all in costume or is it just me? Minnie always looks like <laughs> she's in costume. I know Minnie's costume mm. is kind of like, which, it's just which outfit yeah. am I wearing rather than like superhero persona, human persona. It's just both. So, oh, but we went straight from Poltergeist to dropping Poltergeist off to the grey box, which was empty, to the gig. So actually, yes, yeah. I guess I am in... My costume. But your costume just <laughs> looks like your super cool bodybuilder, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have yeah. my mask on, I mean, but he yeah. Have a mask on. Well, I guess uh, <laughs> Adiv is <laughs> also in his black suit and uh, all right. his stuff. I feel is less on awkward. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, as you were all in variously in your costume slash eccentric but very uh, well put together dress wear, going to take a short break and be right back. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi everyone, it's Kareem, the voice of Simon Fairchild and the Eternal Tavern Keeper. Today, I'm here to tell you about Celine, a podcast recently launched on the RQ Network. Step into Celine, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, haunted hotels and eerie sleepwalkers. Meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street, newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey, and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humor with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. Experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. That's S-E-L-E-N-E. Or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. Hold up. 
Hi everyone, this is Kareem Cromfley, the Eternal Tavern Keeper from Chapter and Multiverse. Just taking a break from the action for a moment, I'd like to give you some more detail about a new Forged in the Dark role-playing game called Wicked Ones and its expansion, Undead Awakening. Wicked Ones and its expansion thrust you into the roles of either a group of fantasy monsters building their own dungeon with an aim to raid the dwellers of the surface, or the role of a powerful rotting undead, raising a horde to terrorize the living. Wicked Ones had a great launch on Kickstarter in 2019, and since then the team at Bandit Camp have fully developed the new expansion, Undead Awakening, along with the brilliant artwork needed to have these printed as a deluxe hardback set. You can either support them by looking to get the original digital version, or even better, back their new Kickstarter to fund the new hardback print run, along with a bunch of other Kickstarter-specific goodies. To find out more about Wicked Ones, or for links to the new Kickstarter hardback run, head over to www.banditcamp.io. That's www.banditcamp.io. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. And welcome back. So you are all sitting in this rather dingy all-night cafe about to go into some details, what would you like to discuss? Morgan is looking pretty shaken and pale and just not okay. Okay, um, so I, I suppose I've had a, a, a secret, though it wasn't really relevant, but um, I kind of know Wilt. Well, I don't actually know her. She's... Uh, she used to work for my parents. Um, my parents were villains. Um, well, uh, I don't know very much. That's why I live with Owain. He, he's my mum's brother. Um, she, they... I don't really know what they were planning, what they were doing, but my mum could um, open portals so you could travel through to anywhere in the universe. I, I think I was quite young when they died. Uh, my dad could travel through time, so together they were quite powerful, I'm told. Um, and Wilt, Wilt was their protege, I think. I don't really... Owain wouldn't tell me much what their plan was or why it was more important than being there for me and Aquila was the one that stopped them. Wilt is Wilt is dangerous. Wilt is so powerful, so dangerous and as far as I know her powers are irreversible. Like she'll touch your arm and it will wither and that's it like I'm and she but she's not like found me but I think Owain was suspicious that she wanted me in some way or I don't know I don't know what to do I think I need to speak to Owain Minnie gives Morgan a hug or at least offers one Mm. yeah Morgan will kind of fold on to you Minnie is so small like a, and like a big she, tree. she tries so hard to give the biggest squish. Do you like increase your density? So. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Thanks, Minnie. It's, it's a very Morgan. reassuring crush. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want you to get hurt because she's dangerous. But if, if I mean, this is probably big, right? Like, I know my parents' plan was was big and she worked with them and maybe she's doing what they were doing. I don't know. Maybe we need a Quila. 
Joseph, can we maybe can we talk to Aquila? She 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 stopped my parents. Maybe she can stop Wilt. Uh, I doubt she would talk to me. Not after what happened. Wait, wait. There's this sounds very big and very important. Are, are we saying that Taj wouldn't be putting? Lots of other more qualified superheroes on this issue. We we should tell them. Yeah. And and all the superheroes, including the ones that have been doing it for more than three days, <laughs> should perhaps be helping out. I, I, uh, sorry to jump in. I'd like to imagine uh, the TV in this place. Just uh, somebody ra- raises the volume, and we hear the news: a meteor falling <laughs> <laughs> to Earth, and all the <laughs> big superheroes yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I think it's a minor alien invasion happening in like yeah, yeah. Nicaragua. Yes. They've got to go over there and deal with that. Like, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you do know that the mayor is going to be in danger, and I think definitely, if if not a meteor strike, there is definitely something on the news about uh, a prison break of villains from the local maximum security prison. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a lot going on right small, now. Small satellites been knocked out of orbit. Uh, <laughs> We've literally had, I mean, the, the obvious answer is that UTBC has been deliberately starting both real and exaggerated chaos. Super, super crime. Yeah. Super crime yeah. that just means that they've planned to have all super, superheroes in other places. Mm. Yeah, but absolutely. I, like, I think Minnie's reaction would definitely oh, be... Oh, that makes sense. We are yeah. young and small. <laughs> or at least I am very small. I mean, legit, yeah. <laughs> I am only small. Do not, do not want. <laughs> Leave me alone. And I want to... Sell shoe, <laughs> Maddie. Maddie, we didn't have this discussion. I don't think early on. Or maybe we should have done. As far as Joseph is concerned, and as far as the public information about Aquila as a superhero when Aquila was being a superhero, did they have a Batman style? I don't kill people thing. Have I been trained that way? So is the uh, you know it's been about an hour, give or take, since Morgan told me that Aquila killed her parents is the idea that Aquila killed anyone a shock to me or is it you know like did that did they kill I think she was very Batman-esque in that she tried not to kill in most cases she's probably hidden this particular part of her history from you yeah I figured but if you look into it it kind of correlates around the time that she became much more insular and much more isolated Uh and got away from society and shut herself in her tower thank you so i just wanted to get that i mean i could i could go to the apex building but i i think i need to know what actually happened i'm gonna go and speak to my uncle i'll be back really soon and morgan's just gonna disappear because she can portal now (laughs) (laughs) she's gone and she's going home is that Mini, what? Like, is, <laughs> she, she didn't mention that before, did she? I didn't miss something. <laughs> is that something you can all do? No, no. Okay, that's not a human thing, Minnie. Cool. That's cool. That, cool. I, I didn't even know that was a Morgan thing. Okay. Uh, Morgan has just acquired another doom point. Cool. <laughs> to, to pay to teleport. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Joseph, I know you said that 
Aquila wouldn't talk to you, but if only there was some way that we could let Aquila know about some of the things we've been talking about and just then we'd know that she could hear us and she could decide whether to help bring down her old enemy or not. Uh, but I still have some um, listening devices in the Taj building. I didn't destroy all of them. It's been a big couple of days. We have been busy. That was part of the that was part of the mission. She was suspicious of Taj. Apparently there were some less than savory dealings back in the day, but nothing uh nothing provable, nothing apparently as far as I can tell, nothing grounded either. She was just I don't know, paranoid. Maybe she always has been. Joseph, did you did you bug us? Technically, the earpieces, yeah. My helmet recorded everything. Okay. I'm sorry. I... Is there anything else that you haven't told us? It seems like there's a lot. <laughs> I think that's most of it. Uh, I've been re- recording everything since we met. My job wasn't to watch you guys. My, my job wasn't to... You just did that for fun. <laughs> I did that because that's what I was told to do everything I everything is record my whole life has been recorded mini I think this is the first time in a a very long time that I'm not actively being watched by Aquila I I burned everything I think I got all of the trackers out of my gear I don't know but I just I just burned all of it I don't think the track pants and the hoodie were bugged but with her, it's really hard to tell. But that's my... I didn't... You guys didn't you didn't sign up for any of that. I did. Do you want me to check? Yeah, actually. All right, so I, I touched his shoulder on the cloth and just focus for a minute. Is there anything that uh, that seems unusual amidst his clothes? To your relief, uh, you don't notice anything that is non-fabric integrated into Joseph's clothing. So he seems to be bug-free for now. No, seems fine. Okay. Good. Uh. It's okay, Joseph. I, I, I get the feeling that it hasn't been clear to you what's obvious or right or she, she really messed with your sense of reality. Um. Yeah. You didn't mean to hurt us. There was any Constellation Mini, I think, uh, well, I've, it's been kind of nice hanging out with you guys. Um, and look, I know I said some things about how it was really obvious that you were an alien. Yeah, that was hurtful. And I'm not going to say it wasn't really obvious that you were an alien, because, oh, okay. Mini, it was. <laughs> but you taught me a lot about being a human. So, Minnie starts crying, jumps over and gives a hug and says, you can read all my articles about being a human if you want. I'll, I'll translate them back into a human readable format. Th- there's all sorts of details about what's appropriate at what times and exceptions to those rules because whenever there's a rule, there are so many exceptions. And... and all of that, 
anything that will that, that you want. And yeah, Minnie gives a a big Aww. again squishy hug. Oh, oh, I hug Minnie back, and I th- I think there's like the, the the I think the tension breaks a little bit for for Joseph there slightly, and I think he is sort of almost kind of laughing. Not in a ha you're crying kind of way, but in like a <laughs> there's a emotion yeah. is kind of yeah. coming up to the surface Aww. here. It's one of those tension break laughs that happens through tears. Yeah. yeah. My first hug. Apart from any others that may have happened in other episodes. My first reciprocated hug. Oh, Oh, so sad I teleported away. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of Morgan teleporting away, you appear uh, once again in Owain's kitchen. All is quiet, all is dark. There are no lights on. It is in the middle of the night, so you suspect that Owain is probably in bed. Yeah, um, and Morgan will head to his room, knock. Is there... Does he say come in? Oh, no. He, yeah, you hear you hear a kind okay. of muffled... What, what is it? Um, I'll, I'll just be, Owain, Owain, it's me, I'm, I'm coming in. Oh, all right. Um, are you okay? And like, as you open the door, you can see him kind of sitting up in bed mm. kind of grabbing a, a dressing gown from beside the bed and put, pulling it on no no not really um okay I know you've not told me what really happened possibly for a reason but Wilt is Wilt is planning something big and I think I'm gonna have to face her and I just I can't I can't face her without knowing what 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 were my parents doing all right, I knew this would come at some point, and I probably should have done this sooner, but... So, Mab and Math, your parents, uh, you know that they could travel through space and time. Yes, I know. Mammy could manipulate space. Uh, Dad, you can manipulate time. I know. What? Why? What were they doing? They, uh, they wanted to combine their powers to open a portal to another universe... And let loose monsters into the city. But why? They thought that society was broken. They thought that the only thing that could fix it was to rip it up and start again. And with them at the top... Uh, That's... outrageous. (laughs) Yeah, I, um... I think the power that they had was so unique and so powerful, for want of a better word. And they brought out the worst in each other and they egged each other on to greater and greater heights. But what about... more about me? They were just going to start again. I think um, they were a bit wrapped up with Wilt. They uh, Mm. picked her up when she was quite young and Mm. trained her up. (laughs) And I, I think that... Once their plan was carried out, they would have come back for you and they would have um, Mm. raised you as a sort of, I don't know, an heir. But they were so wrapped up in each other and themselves and their plans. They were... Morgan's going to, like, push down the emotion of the implication that they preferred Wilt to her. How can I stop... Wilt. She can't do the things that they did, though, surely. Like, how could she... I don't know how she could mimic their powers 
uh, with her power set, it doesn't make sense, but she must have found something. Her whole obsession was continuing their work and finishing what they started. Now would be a really good time for a vision, Owain. I wish I could just turn these things on I and know, off, but... I know, they... Oh, by the way, I had one. Oh, really? Are, are you all right? Yeah, it was a bit scary. I sapped my friend's energy, though. She was fine, she's awake now, but... Also, I can, um... I'll just, like, teleport backwards a few metres. Oh, wow, uh... Right, uh, seems like your, uh, your, your, um, family line is continuing, I, I suppose. Is that how Mammy would move through space? Yeah, I think so, um... So, the prophet... Mm. Yeah. Okay. You, and you have no idea how Aquila stopped them? I, um, I know that she was, uh very powerful hero in her day and she didn't have any powers as such but she was very skilled in combat and she attempted to take them down non-lethally and it went wrong. That's what I've heard. Hmm. But no idea of the method? No, I think it's been kept pretty quiet. Okay. Um, I need to go. Um, I love you. And she'll give him a hug. I love you too. See you soon. And she'll just pop up back to the cafe where hopefully you where still are. Where we're all hugging! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> yeah, Minnie has definitely reached out an arm and, like, beckons Adib over. Join the hug! Adib would be just busy on his phone. Oh. And this, during this time, he turned off his phone again. And ignoring all the missed calls and all the missed messages from everyone, just go straight to the chat with his sister and type down everything he can say to her. You've got, like, so many texts from people you know. Just so many WhatsApp notifications from people being like, Hey, dude, is that you on the news? <laughs> I don't have time for this. It kind of looks like that's you on the news, dude. I like the idea that all the cosplay buddies are like, I knew, I knew this is why you always won the competitions. <laughs> you cheated. I'm going to get that award taken away from you. Unfair advantage. Advantage, dear. <laughs> Ignoring I, I deep ignoring all these frustrating messages, uh, he would go straight to the chat with his sister and explain everything to her. His parents are probably still awake. She might be awake with them. I don't know. But he's not going to wait for an answer. He's just going to descri- explain everything and tell her to go pick up Lucas's brother and just turn off the phone again after saying, I will be back as soon as I can. I need to see this through. All right. Yes, that is done. <laughs> so the, there was a slightly awkward moment where, like, like, so Minnie and Joseph are hugging, and then like Minnie kind of looks over and like beckons Adib, and Adib's like, I <laughs> ding, 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 and there's like nothing. <laughs> like Adib, Adib oh, okay, okay. And then Morgan appears. <laughs> yeah. As Adib turns his phone off again, Morgan appears and sees the, the hug and that Adib's not in it, and is like, oh, and it kind of like 
pulls a deep in and just puts her arms around everyone. <laughs> yeah. So let's finish on that. Yeah. <laughs> let's finish on the camera pans to the side as the bemused person who's actually running this little cafe of just kind of sat behind the counter <laughs> watching four superheroes <laughs> hug in a corner. Um, hey, we're not wearing masks. We might just be I, strangely dressed. I'm 100% people. wearing a domino mask. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, and the, the camera does a Looney Tunes kind of circle in on their face. <laughs> And they go, it's a living. (laughs) (laughs) That's all, folks. A a serious show about serious stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Emotional. Backstory and funny camera gags. And on that note, yes, absolutely. We have to end the episode there for today, unfortunately. But we will be back very soon with a new episode for you. The second last episode of the campaign. Penultimate. And so, as always, I must ask our fantastic players where we can find them on the internet, starting with Lowry. Oh, hello. You can find me, Lowry, at Lowry Tweets on Twitter and on other podcasts. Nice. And Pip? You can find me at Pip underscore Gladwin on Twitter and on this feed. Look out for upcoming uh, Rusty Quill shows. I'm going to be doing some stuff in uh, Cry Havoc, which you might have heard about. And uh, yeah, um, um, other things as well as that. I'm finished. Excellent. And Lydia? Hi, I'm Lydia. I'm on Twitter at Lyd Nicholas. My chickens on at Urban Chooks. And I am scattered across the RQ podcast universe in various guises. So, you know, hunt me out, but don't like stalk and devour me. Hunt in a friendly way. Yeah, yeah. don't hunt me for sport. Don't hunt me for sport. Just enjoy (laughs) the voice acting that I've done. (laughs) And Ahmed. Hello. You can find me everywhere at Mr. Aljabri, mostly on Twitter, where I share Arab tidbits for tabletop RPG characters and world building. And just look for the avatar with the turban. Excellent. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Maddie underscore abstract, where there are links to all the various things that I do. And we hope to see you next time on Chapter and Multiverse. But until then, from all of us here in the space between worlds, goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, everyone. It's Kareem. The voice of Simon Fairchild and the Eternal Tavern Keeper. Today, I'm here to tell you about Divisor, a podcast on the RQ Network. Divisor is a dark science fiction audio drama with elements of horror from Harlan Guthrie, the mastermind behind the unsettling and addictive series Malevolent. In this immersive tale, we follow Sun, a young man who awakens aboard a spaceship bound for Earth on a mission to recolonize a desolate planet. However, Sun's journey takes a sinister turn, and he discovers unsettling truths about his world and himself. The entire series is available for you to listen to now. Search for Divisor wherever you listen to podcasts. That's D-E-V-I-S-E-R. Or visit www.divisor.ca or www.rustyquill.com for more information. Chapter and Multiverse is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. It is directed by Maddie Searle and produced by M. Lindemann with executive producers Alexander J. Newell and April Sumner. The Eternal Tavern Keeper was played by Kareem Cronfley. This episode was edited by Lorianne Davis, Tessa Vroom and Maddie Searle with music by Nikova Teze. Thank you for listening.